0: Welcome to the Church for All Nations podcast, streaming live from Tacoma, Washington. We're so excited you joined us today. We hope you're encouraged by this week's message.
1: Yes, well, once again, happy Resurrection Sunday, happy Easter. We're so, so incredibly humbled and honored that you had spend part of your Easter Sunday uh, with our family and our church. It's such an honor to come to you into your homes and your apartments through your smart devices god bless you he is risen and that's what today is all about i love that video that we just watched so incredible and and uh you know pastor ashley and i brought our our smartphones up here because we know that you're watching from all over the place and uh, we want you to tell us where you're watching
0: hi from. Mark johnson Woo, we see you mark who do we got on here we got austin Albert. and cindy katie hi katie we're so glad that you logged on and we're just on Facebook. We friend, we have friends watching on oh, YouTube, yeah, YouTube and, and Vimeo and all kinds of places. Tell us where you're watching from. Do we have anyone from my home state of Georgia? Anyone? There's so. quite a few. Maybe.
1: You know what? I love it. Apparently, Jesus is watching right yes. now. Jesus is watching. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy Jesus. Who's that such joke a never the gets go to I know it's such a good joke, Ever. but uh, but yeah, make sure you're letting us know where you're at. Uh, we, uh, we just want you to know how much you're loved. And so comment throughout uh, the rest of this uh, virtual gathering right here. You know, Pastor Ashley, our life has really changed uh, like, like I never would ever imagine in the past several weeks. And, you know, once again, uh, all the schools are closed. And this past week, the, the governor said that school's done for the rest of the year. And so my kids were like, yeah but we were like ah like just like (laughs) like everyone every parent watching right now what are we gonna do what are we gonna do so uh we've obviously like you we've been making um some serious adjustments yeah it's been incredibly there's a
0: reason i was not a homeschool mom (laughs) let's can we say that out loud right now yeah (laughs) the struggle is real yeah i love time with my kids but yeah i'm not a i'm not an elementary teacher right
1: dear so these are unique times and uh, there's been some frustrating times, of course, uh, from for, you know, at times, and, and we just want you to know that we're in it with you and we love you, and we're going to keep praying for each other. We need prayer for each other even more than ever right now. And it's funny because, uh, you know, uh, like I wake up sometimes and I'm like, I'm not sure what day it is. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, I woke up the other day and I was, I was like, for sure it was Friday and it was like Tuesday, you know what I mean? It's just like, we're all, our schedules are all thrown off and it was funny because even this past week I heard the kids in the in the kitchen and they were eating their breakfast and they got they went to you know going back and forth on what day it was and Fulton our 5-year-old was like uh, you know it's Friday you know and he he's got that he's got that accent it's Friday you know and, and Izzy was like no it's Thursday and they were back and forth and back and forth what day it was and and then I I walked in and he walked in and they're going back and forth and all of a sudden out of nowhere Izzy just screams what difference does it make what day it is? It doesn't matter. She's like, she's like it doesn't matter. It's Groundhog's Day. You know what I'm saying? Like it, It's the same every day. It doesn't matter. And I was thinking about that even this morning driving in. I was just reminded, you know what? Today is different than every other day. It really is. Today, if you're wondering if today matters, oh, yes. It matters. Today is the most holy day for Christians. And this is the day where Jesus came out of the grave. He resurrected. It's Easter Sunday today. And maybe you're sitting in your, in your apartment and you're like, why does it matter what day it is? I'm telling you, it matters. Because if Jesus wouldn't have come out of that grave, we're wasting our time. He would have been just another false prophet. But the fact that he did what he said he was going to do, makes all the difference. And he's alive today. And what's, I was thinking about this. We were talking about uh, this this past week. And what's so wild about celebrating Easter in the midst of this pandemic is that it puts us in a unique situation to feel some of what the disciples faced. Now, just to give a little context here, uh, we had our phenomenal Good Friday online experience. And And uh, so many of you tuned in and and Good Friday was all about remembering what Jesus did. He gives us his life. He dies on a cross and the disciples watch all of this happen. They see their leader dead, put in a grave. And before all of that, uh, all they heard about was a, a kingdom to come that Jesus would be the leader of. And they witnessed the thousands upon thousands of people showing up. Outside of cities, in the desert, you talk about commitment, coming to hear what this rabbi had to say. They were a part of a movement, and they were the leaders of it. And so now all of a sudden, fast forward, they're seeing their leader, labeled as a criminal, dying the most heinous type of death, a criminal's death, and they see him put in the tomb. I can only imagine what was going through their mind. They must. They must have been confused. They must have been disoriented. We heard all this stuff, and it's, it's not come to pass. I mean, they must have felt lost. What? What are we going to do next? I'm sure they must have been questioning what they even believe now. They they had given everything that they had, and now it was like, was that just all a lie? Where are you, God? Must have been going through their minds. Maybe that's you today. Maybe you're like those disciples. Maybe you're at your home right now and and you're smiling and you scrambled some eggs, but inside you're like, where are you, God? In In the midst of this pandemic, maybe you can relate to what these disciples were going through. Maybe in this isolation, in this quarantine, you're asking yourself, where are you, God? For the disciples, Jesus had gone to the cross. He had paid for the sin and the sickness and the disease of humanity And in that moment, all they saw was that their leader had died. They know the prophecies. They know what Jesus said, but they hadn't seen the resurrection yet. They hadn't experienced him coming back to life. They didn't grasp the big picture. They did not realize that nothing had caught Jesus off guard. He isn't surprised. He has a plan today. So my friend, on this Resurrection Sunday, if you feel lost, I want you to know you can experience his resurrection in your heart before we even end this message right now.
0: Yeah, it's true. And we want to back up, though, because maybe you're tuning in and you're not familiar with Scripture or even the story of Jesus. And so we want to give you a little bit of background concerning what we're celebrating today. You see, we believe that there is a God of the entirety of all the universe. And we believe that he created us to live in relationship with him. And in the garden, the very first individuals created by God were Adam and Eve, and they were given free will just like you and I have, and yet they used it to sin. And because of that sin, sin entered into all of the world. And you and I, friends, were born into sin. And sin requires a price. The payment of sin is death. And so Jesus, being fully God and fully man, came to earth, lived a perfect, sinless life. And in that sinless life, he then went to the cross paid for my sin, my shame, your sin, your shame, took all of our diseases, all of our pain. He took it all on himself, on the cross, paid the price for you and me, defeated hell and the grave, and then rose again so that you and I could live a truly resurrected life. And that is what we are celebrating today, friends. And so we're so excited We're so excited about not only what Jesus has done, but what he is doing in our lives, and that's what we're going to talk about today. But we want to start by looking at this story in Luke 24. It's going to be on your screen, but if you have your Bibles, you may want to mark some of these scriptures down. We're going to start in verse 1. Scripture says, On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices that they had prepared and went to the tomb, meaning Jesus's tomb. Verse two, they found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. These were angels. Verse five, in their fright, The women bowed down with their faces on the ground, but the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Friends, as I was reading that this week, it dawned on me that so many of you watching this right now have a very similar frustration. You are looking for the living among the dead. You are looking to find life in dead things. And this morning, we want to share with you, there is life for you. There is abundant life for you. There's bigger life for you. Abundant meaning bigger than anything you yourself could do by yourself. His name is Jesus, and he offers that to you today. And so I'm excited because when we talk about the resurrection, so many talk about it being the end. Right. But friends, for you and for me, his resurrection truly is just the beginning.
1: Yeah. So in light of that today on this Resurrection Sunday, we want to give you a few tools. We want to give you three things that we see in Scripture. We want to give you three things that Jesus does after he resurrects. And it's really important that you get these because these three things that Jesus does after he resurrects, has the power to continue to to encourage you, to bring you strength in your daily walk with the Lord. So here's the first one. Write this down. This is the first thing that Jesus does after he resurrects. And that is, write this down, resurrection pursuit. Resurrection pursuit. I want you to know this morning, we serve a Jesus who pursues you. We see him do this right after he comes back to life and you know i got to tell you friends i have a little uh, li- little bit of experience i know a thing or two about pursuing well i know a little thing about pursuit if you know what i'm talking about because man it took me a while But I was able to pursue you, honey. And let me tell you right now, uh, I know a thing or two about pursuit. I remember the first time that I saw you, I knew, and most people, this doesn't happen. But I knew the first time I saw you that she's the one. She's the one. Now, it didn't just happen like that, though, as far as you agreeing with me. No, it didn't. But I knew right then and there, this is it. I'm all in. And so something like you know the mo- like the, the movies where they, they trip the line and there's like an explosion or something like that. That that's like what happened inside of me. I tripped the line, like like everything changed inside of me, and I was like, I was like, nothing was gonna stop me from getting to you, right? Come on. And I was thinking about that even this week, how I how I know a thing or two about pursuit. <laughs> that first time we met, I dropped all my plans, nothing else mattered. In fact, we were in a group setting. And the plan was that this group that I hadn't even been invited to, uh, everyone was headed to a specific restaurant in Nashville, Tennessee, where we were both going to university. And, and I remember just, I don't know, the scripture's clear about, you know, the Lord will give you things to say. Right. And, and I, I'm not, I'm not saying maybe that was this moment, but I, something came into my mind and it was just, it was, it was genius. It was brilliant. Right. And all of a sudden I thought to myself, man, everyone's going to that restaurant. I, I'm going to, first of all, I'm going, number one. I don't care if I wasn't invited. You're right. But I got this idea that I was going to say, hey, why don't you ride with me and we'll meet the group there. Now, everyone, you know, fellas, you, you, don't have, you, you know that, you know, that that wasn't the plan. Right. Inside of here. Right. Because I'm smart. I was pursuing. And long story short, they're like, OK, we'll see you when you get there. And I had already called for another reservation at another restaurant. And we went, to, we went to the east side, the east side of Nashville, and had a wonderful meal. And, you know, uh, you didn't see the light at first. But here we are today, over 10 years of marriage, two kids, and we're going strong. And, but there's this, there's this component there, that silly story, of the pursuit. There's power in the pursuit. And my friend right now, I want, I want, you, I want you to, maybe you're, maybe you're sitting on your couch somewhere today and, and you see God as this, this far off entity who maybe he knows everything about you, but he's not happy with you. And he's a God that's mad at you and wants nothing to do with you. My friend, I, it, couldn't, it couldn't be more false. We serve a God who pursues you. Jesus is a pursuing Jesus. And we see this after the resurrection. What fascinates me about this story, Ash, is that not only does, does Jesus go to the cross, and we talked about that on Good Friday, he, he's hung on that tree a brutal death. He's, he's mutilated, isolated. Uh, historians say they, they did it to him completely naked, So here he is. He's isolated. He's being shamed. He's alone. His own father has to turn away from him because he's now become sin itself. And the father can't look at sin. So he turned. So here's Jesus. He goes through all of that. But not only does he go through all of that, he goes into the grave, right? He doesn't stay there. He resurrects. And you would think after he right, right away after he resurrections, he, he's like, mission complete. I'm done. I'm going back to the Father. But that's not what happens. Because what happens, you can read it in the Gospels. You can read it in history books. That for the next 40 days, 40 days, Jesus stays on earth. And, and historians will tell you that hundreds of people came into contact with him. But he stayed there because he wanted to connect with his followers. And he wanted them to know that everything that he had said he was going to do, he did it. He pursued every last one of them. In fact, he makes it his mission. And scripture gives us account after account of these encounters that Jesus has with people that he loves. He loves you so much this morning on this Easter Sunday that after he's completed what the father had asked him to do, he doesn't stop there. He, he, he runs towards the ones that he loves. Look at John. Go to John chapter 20. John chapter 20, starting in verse 11. Let me, let, me, let me just give you one example of one encounter. John 20, here it is. It says, now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white, seated where Jesus' body had been, one of the head and the other at the foot. Verse 13, they asked her, woman, why are you crying? "'They have taken my Lord away,' she said, "'and I don't know where they put him.'" At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, "'Woman, why are you crying? "'Who is it that you're looking for?' "'Thinking he was the gardener,' she said, "'Sir, if you have carried him away,' "'talking about Jesus, sir, if you have carried Jesus away,' Tell him, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Verse 16, watch this. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabbani, which means teacher. You know, I wonder how often you and I have actual encounters with the Lord, and we don't recognize that it's him in that moment. I wonder how often you and I have encounters with the Spirit of God. Maybe it's it's even situations that he desires to use that you and I are connected to, but because it didn't look exactly like the way we thought, we miss him altogether. And we see this right here in this story. Go back to Luke. Luke chapter 24. Go back to that text right there. Here's Jesus. He's in their home. He's having a meal with them. And it isn't until that moment that they realize. Go back to Luke 24, verse 30. Look what it says here. It says, when he was at the table with them, he took bread, he gave thanks, broke it and began to give it to them. Then their, look at this. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him. And what does Jesus do? He disappeared from their sight. Verse 32, they asked each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scripture to us? Meaning, meaning, remember the first time? Remember when we connected with him in such a way that we knew him just like that? Where our hearts were, were, were like spiritually burning with fervor for him? Here's my encouragement to you this morning, today with the reality that he's pursuing Jesus, I want you to know that you can go back to that moment. In fact, it can happen right now. I believe before we end this little presentation here that that desire for him, as he pursues you, you're gonna pursue him in a new, unique way like his followers to where you remember His voice, you remember what he had to say. You remember what he healed you from. You remember what he did. And I want you to know today, my friend, on this Easter Sunday, that is not dead inside of you. It is not dead. It's still there. But it can be even that much more resurrected inside of you on this Easter Sunday. I want you to know, after Jesus resurrects, he pursues. That's the first thought.
0: Amen. And some of you are watching right now as a result of his pursuit. The only reason, maybe you think that it's just, oh, my friend texted me or it's happenstance or something. It's because the spirit of God is drawing you, friends. And so I'm excited to see what he's going to do. So the first is resurrection pursuit. That's the element that we see Jesus really introduced to us on a new level after he resurrects. Number two Is resurrection purpose. So, resurrection pursuit and now resurrection purpose, if you're taking notes. After Jesus appeared to his disciples, he doesn't just explain that prophecy has now been fulfilled through what he's done. He doesn't just explain the what, he now explains the why. That's right. And I love that. Look with me at Matthew 28. Starting in verse 16, Scripture says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee. This is after they'd, saw, they'd seen Jesus, right? To the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. Verse 18, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Why? Because of what he did on the cross and the resurrection. Verse 19, therefore go and make disciples. I love that word, therefore. All of this authority has been given to me. Why? So that you can go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Friends, so many people think that once you say yes to Jesus, that's it. Da, 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 da. it's done right. no 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 friends that is just the beginning right. You now have mission and purpose and assignment that is so specific for your life. And so many of you are flailing right now in your own lives because you don't know your purpose and you don't know your mission. You don't know that you have an assignment. And I love how Proverbs says this. Well, let's look at the NIV first. Proverbs 29 verse 18 puts it like this, and I've taught this before, but gosh, I love teaching and helping people understand this aspect. Proverbs 29. verse 18 says where there is no revelation so underline that where there's no revelation meaning when there's no understanding of your purpose of your mission of your assignment people cast off restraint that means they just live however they, they sleep with whoever, they eat whatever, they drink whatever, they do whatever drugs, they go wherever, whatever, whatever they want to do. Why? Because they don't have revelation right, right. of the fact that they have mission and purpose right. and an assignment. Look at the way the message Bible says it. Proverbs twenty nine eighteen in the message says, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. Friends, wherever you are right now, God has a mission and a purpose and an assignment for your life. And maybe you're sitting there thinking, oh, Pastor Ashley, but I have gotten so far off track. There's no possible way that God could utilize me, not for his assignment. Friends, I got to tell you, we live in Tacoma and Seattle is north. And Portland is south. But I do have to tell you, the smartest route to Portland is not through Seattle. But you can still get to Portland through Seattle. That's right it may just take a little longer. And some of you need to hear that from the Lord right now. You think you are so far off track that he can't possibly utilize you and put you on mission and in your purpose. And he says, you just put it all in my hands, friend. I can get you there. Yeah, it might it might take a little longer than what I intended, but you are not too far off track for God. And someone needs to hear that today.
1: I love it. So, so, so Jesus resurrects and he pursues, and then he gives purpose to his followers' lives. He, he puts them on mission, but th- that, that leads into our third uh, component of what we see Jesus do uh, after he resurrects, before he goes to meet the Father. And that is, number three, resurrection power. Write that down. Resurrection power. We see Jesus after He resurrects, giving power to every one of His followers. When Jesus is giving his his disciples the great commission, uh, by by the way, his disciples, you, his disciples, then his disciples now. If you're a follower of Jesus, you are one of His disciples, and and we see Him do something so unique when he when he when He's giving this great commission, this assignment to his disciples. He doesn't just give them the mission. He also explains what it means and how he's going to equip them to live it out. And Matthew 28, man, this is, this is the assignment for every Jesus follower right now. I, I, I mean, I, may, I probably use this text at least once a month in, in different sermons, but I want to read it on this Easter Sunday. Here's the mission of every follower of Jesus Matthew 28, starting in verse 19, Jesus says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. I love that the name of our church is Church for All Nations, right? Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And here it is. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. How will you? You ask. How will I live out this assignment? How am I going to live out live out this mission that Jesus is calling me to? I want you to know, friend, that you're not going to do it alone. G- Jesus just offers Himself to us through His Holy Spirit, who gives what? He gives power, and we see Him. Offer this power to his disciples. And we see in the book of Acts, the early church, what happens when the Holy Spirit comes and and just the miracles that take place. And that's what we have access to right now, my friend. I want you to know that Jesus resurrected. And part of that was to give you his spirit, to give you power. Not only is he with you, but his actual resurrection power lives inside of you and it's continually working as you allow him and i love romans chapter 8 i've been i've been meditating all week in fact uh in my in my men's small group i mentioned it romans chapter 8 which which you could spend uh if if you went to seminary there's 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 full you know classes and series and romans 8 is so rich It's so deep. And the Apostle Paul pens these words, Romans chapter 8. Let's look at verse 10. He says, and Christ lives within you, inside of you. So even though your body will die because of sin, the Spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give you, he will give your mortal bodies by this same spirit living within you. This is what he offers today. He offers you the same power that brought him back to life. It's for you today. And let me tell you in my own life, man, I don't know where I would be without the power of the Holy Spirit living inside. I can promise you I wouldn't be sitting here, that's for sure. Because the, the power of the Holy Spirit helps you, for some of us, just get out get out of bed in the morning. Some of you are working right now, and maybe you're first responders. And we've had conversations with friends of ours who are literally on the front lines in in, in hospitals and, and, and police officers and people having to go to work and drive trucks. And the question I ask, how are you able to do it? There's something going on inside of me, Pastor, that there's a strength that I'm connected to. It's this power, and, and it's the Holy Spirit. It's what we're able to do on Saturdays, even. It's just amazing. And so that's what he offers you today, Pastor Ash.
0: And I want to I take a second and just kind of explain, because sometimes it can be so confusing. I remember um, back in February when we had women's Bible study, which was just a, a Bible study of women that came, and we just you know, digging in deep in the word of God, and this precious lady received Jesus, meaning she accepted the Lord as her savior one of those Tuesday nights. And I remember praying with her at the altar, and the next day getting a phone call from her. She said, Pastor Ashley, I I don't think it worked. And I said, friend, what, what do you mean? You don't? You don't think it worked? And she said, well, you know, last night I, I knelt with you and we prayed and I asked the Lord to forgive me and I asked him to come into my life and I gave him my life. I want him to be my Lord and savior. But when I got home, I still had that same struggle. I still wanted to, to do that same thing that I was battling with. And I I thought it would disappear. And I said, oh, friend, that's not how it works. I said, your sin, your shame, that disappears. You're forgiven of that. But you have to allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life, in and through you, so that he can begin to untangle so much of that mess. Yes, you're forgiven of it, but those chains aren't always broken in that moment. If it happened like that for you, that's awesome. Friends, there are things the Lord's still working out in my life. Still, every single day, I'm having to invite the Holy Spirit. Lord, have your way God, illuminate my spirit, my soul. Lord, if there are things inside of me that aren't pleasing to you, God, I want you to work them out. And friends, I believe he'll continue to do that till the day we see him face to face. And every single day that we continue to invite him in, that's what he's doing. He's shaping us to look more and more like Jesus. I can promise you, we ain't there yet. You're not there yet, friends, but every single day as we allow the power of the Holy Spirit in and through our lives, he is faithful to mold and to shape us that same power that raised Jesus from the dead. He'll begin to raise gifts up in your life, resurrect those giftings that the Holy Spirit put inside of you before you were even born, friends, Why? So that you could do his purpose, live out this assignment that he has for you. And right now, exactly what we're talking about. Some of you in this room are feeling him pursue you. He's nudging you. Hey, Sue, you know, I I have that calling on your life. You've known that for a long time. That's what he's doing, friends. He's pursuing you right now. Some of you feel that burning in your heart even right now. That's the Holy Spirit pursuing you. Why? Because he loves you. He loves you. His whole intent for creating you from the beginning of time was to be in relationship with you. And he has purpose for you, friends, and you won't do it alone. He provides his power.
1: That's right. So wherever you're at right now, we're, we're going to pray. And this is a, this is a sacred moment on this Easter 2020. Uh, the most unprecedented one that least our generation has ever experienced. Maybe this is the turning point. Maybe it's it's taken everything that's led up to this moment. You know, maybe a couple of months ago the idea of even the idea of even clicking on a religious link to watch a presentation of something spiritual was the most foreign thing. I mean, you, you, had, you had different Easter plans and and you're sitting in your apartment you're sitting in your townhouse, you're sitting maybe outside in your backyard watching this on your phone and wherever you're at whether it's here in the northwest whether it's in in the midwest whether it's someone watching across the globe we had people tuning in from australia last week england last week so wherever you're at i want you to know right now maybe maybe today is the day it it took a pan it took a global shutdown <laughs> it took a global shutdown a pandemic to get your eyes on something different, to get your eyes off what you've been doing and onto something bigger, to get your eyes on the resurrection. So I want to pray for you today, my friend. He's been pursuing you. And now you're coming to realize that. There's something going on on the inside. I want you to know right now, that's that's, that's not us. That's the Holy Spirit. I want you to know today that our job has nothing to do with condemnation or conviction whatsoever our job is to love our job is to pre- is to present the gospel and so that's what we've done today i don't know if we did a very good job at it but the word was presented but what's happening right now is that the holy spirit he's pursuing you and what and what you're sensing in your heart right now is him saying open up johnny <laughs> open up let, let me in sarah let let me come in let me let me let me make you whole let me Heal you. Let, let me give you peace at night when you wake up from the nightmares. Let, let, me, let, me, uh, let me remind you as you enter into your you know, 30th Groundhog Day that I'm a God of providence. When I, when I say God of providence, I mean that His timing is perfect, M- meaning our, our timing. Uh, as followers of Jesus, we, we need to get aligned with Him. He's a providential God. Maybe He's a, He's a God on His own watch, and maybe you just want to you you, you want to say today, "I'm, I'm going to get I'm going to get in, into your timing." Maybe maybe you are a follower of Jesus and you've been waiting for an answer. You've been waiting for your miracle, and you've given up, if you will, because it didn't fit into your box of of providence. I want you to know you can give that to Him, but He's been persistent. So we're going to pray. If you're watching right now and you want to say yes to Jesus, you can do it right now. You don't have to be in a church facility. You don't have to come to an altar. You don't have to sign up for a class or do any any. You don't have to pay any penance whatsoever. It's a free gift. That's what this whole week has been. has been has been all about. It's a holy week, and the and and it's Jesus coming to you, pursuing you. He loves you today, and you can invite him into your life right now. So we're gonna pray for that, and then and then I'm gonna pray for you believers uh, that. That, that you need that, the resurrection purpose and the power to come alive. You've said yes to him. He's with you, but you need the purpose. What am I supposed to do, Lord? Uh, tune into that. I'm going to pray for that, that he would begin to reveal that over the next several weeks and months. And then I'm going to pray, Pastor Ashley, and I'm going to pray for you that, that the Holy Spirit, you get a fresh perspective of who he is in your life, that he would come alive in your heart on Easter 2020 to give you strength to pursue what he's called you to do. All right, come on. Right now, wherever you're at, just close your eyes. The Holy Spirit is moving right now. Maybe you're thinking about, well, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll accept him into my life tomorrow. No, the book of Revelation says that today is the day of salvation. And what better day, I'm telling you, Easter 2020, I'm going to pray right now. And if that's you, pray a little prayer like this. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I don't know all of the details, but I believe that you came, that you're the son of God, that you died on a crooked cross and that you rose again. And you did that for my sin. You did that to make me whole. You've been pursuing me from the very beginning. And so right now, Jesus, on this Easter 2020, here in my apartment, here in my car, here on my walk with my dog, here sitting around a breakfast table with my children, today I'm saying yes to you. I invite you into my life, Jesus. Come in, start a new thing. Direct me. Guide me. Today, I am yours. In Jesus' name. Now, those of you who said yes to Jesus, I want you to join in with this next prayer with my friends that are watching that are followers of Jesus, and you need this purpose. You need, you need the, the, the power of God to be resurrected back inside of you right now. Lord, I pray for every friend watching that's, that's dealing with some weak faith uh, that's, that's, that's that's got back into the, the questioning. That's gotten back into where's God and all of this. That's gotten back into why would a, a loving God allow all this? All of that stuff, the doubts back in there, like Thomas, who, by the way, went on to change India for Jesus. I'm just telling you, like, you can have your doubt today. But, man, what's beautiful about that story is that he, Jesus pursued him, and he had a revelation, and the power came back. Today, I pray that that same power that was all already with that, that, that purpose that was already in Thomas, it would come alive in somebody right now. Lord, I pray right now, starting right now on this Easter, tomorrow, the rest of this, this, this next week, into this next season, Lord, begin to speak in a, in a new way uh, to my friends. In fact, I don't even want to pray that prayer. I, I want to pray because he's always been speaking, that we would have ears to hear. So Lord God, I pray right now that as you've already been speaking to my friend who's on the couch right now, I pray that you would open her ears up right now, his ears up right now, to what you're trying to say to him in Jesus' name. And in the middle of that, give him power, God. Come on, just right now, say, Holy Spirit, give me power. I'm praying that right now. Holy Spirit, in this quarantine right now, in this isolation, where fear and doubt... And the, and the prince of the air, Satan, is, 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 thinks that he's got the best of what's going on with the church. He doesn't. I rebuke every enemy in the name of Jesus. They got to go. The spirit, spirit of sickness has to go. Jesus overcame. And right now, I just pray for power, the Holy Spirit power, to just come alive right now in your man cave. Right now, in your family room, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, let it be so. Amen. 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 That word amen says that we agree. And it means let it be so. Thanks again for joining
0: us. To hear more messages like this one, be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel. For more content and to connect with us, go to cfan.church.